0: Good morning and welcome to City Well Church. We are so glad that you decided to join us this morning.
1: My name is Steph and this is Amy.
2: Good morning and welcome. We have a great resources on our website. If you go to citywell.church, we have programs for the kids. So whether you've got preschool kids or elementary age kids, you can find services for them, as well as parent cues that will help you um, with with the lessons and engaging in your children to make sure that they're understanding the information and your Yeah, it's true. understand the
1: information that's important. Yes, you're excited. I just blanked out. That's okay. That is fine. They are. I love that they also have in those parent cues some activities that you can do with your kids. So that's kind of fun. You can do stuff with them that that goes along with the lesson that week. Um, So it's because of generous people like you that we are able to do the things that we do here at City ball Church. To be able to reach the community, to be able to um, share God's word with people. Um, in the Coatesville area and beyond. So if you're interested in partnering with us, we encourage you to do so. You can give online through our app, through our website, or you can fill out a check and mail it to our mailing address, which you can also find on our website. So thank you so much for your generosity. We were so blown away in 2020 and we just expect awesome things
2: in 2021. Um. Us. And we'd like to know if you're doing the 21 days of prayer and fasting, how we'd like you to share with us how it's going for you. You know, what are you fasting from? Uh, what are you praying for? You know, we'd like to be in prayer with you. And the support from others is always, you know, encouraging.
1: Yeah. And there are a bunch of different things you can fast from. I know I've done fasts from social media, which might not be a bad idea right now. I mean, right now, things are kind Absolutely. of. Absolutely. Oh, we're gonna <laughs> crazy on social media. So that might be a good option for you. Um, fasting from different things like fast food. Some people do that. Chocolate. Chocolate. Okay, chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. See? Coffee. Don't, I mean, don't do that if you're angry, but <laughs> sometimes people fast from coffee.
2: I'm, I I will, get a headache when I, will I not like be, from coffee. I will not be one my, of those people. I need my cup in the morning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So just let us know. Um, If you're new to an online church, we love engaging with you. So let us know that you're here. Make sure you're liking, you're commenting on the post, the questions that we're asking, like the one we just asked. Just let us know how things are going because since we're not in person, we can't talk and have normal conversations as if we were, you know, in the lobby of a building or something like that. So this is how we can communicate with you and get to know you better. So make sure you're doing that. Share the video so other people can watch as well. That is important. But don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You just ring that little bell. Pretty cool that it has a bell. I don't know why it has a bell, but I think that's kind of cool. You know, maybe because it notifies and you? And subscribe, you have to subscribe. Yeah,
2: is it two? Yes, so you have oh, to subscribe okay. for the YouTube. I and did do both. I thought it was like a the <laughs> Bell gives you the alerts to the oh. reminders, oh, which is you. what I needed. Okay, good. Because so, go. I forget. <laughs> I get busy and I forget, so yes. that it comes across my phone with a reminder. Same. Okay, so, yes. so
1: now that that's streamed out, make sure you subscribe, and then you also ring the bell. These are two different things. <laughs> I have done them both, but I don't know why I just thought they were one and the same. So, make sure you
2: do both of those. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and our first regular in-person watch party starts next week, so if you're interested in joining us to watch... The service live. We want we want you to message us so that we can get you that information. You know, we would love to have you join us. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, and if it's if you're new here, if it's your first time joining us online, we'd love to know. So text the word new to 610-590-8550 and it'll give you a form to fill out super quick, nothing crazy or anything. And we want to send you a gift to just say thanks for joining us. So make sure you do that. Um, We're not going to show up at your house and be creepy or anything like that. So it is a no hassle guarantee. Send us that. We'll give you any information that you are interested in getting. Um, If you've been here before, we still want to know that you're here. Because again, we don't see you in person. We only see you online. So text the word here to that same phone number and just let us know that you are joining us again.
2: Well, I'm Amy, and this is Steph. We're so glad you're joining us today.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. So we are so happy that so many of you decided to partner with us in 2020, and we look forward to all of the generosity coming in in 2021 as well. So it's because of your generosity, your gifts, that we are able to um, invest in the lives of others here in the Coatesville community and just be able to share the gospel with them through acts of service, but also through this live stream. So thank you so much. If you would love to give to what we are doing here at CityWell, you can give in a couple different ways. You can log on to the app and you can give through there. You can go onto our website and give through there as well. And then you can also mail in a check if you're old school and you like the checks still. I mean, some people still like the checks. I don't even know where my checkbook is. So there's that. But online giving. I do, giving. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fine. But the online giving is secure and safe for you. That's what we use. Um, so be rest assured in that, that your money is protected in there as well, or your information is protected in there. So thank you so much for your generosity and uh, yeah, just just consider partnering with us again this year. So
2: so we also have great kids services. So if you've got preschool kids or elementary age kids, go to our website and look at check out the the offer what we offer for their services, as well as the parent cues that will help you as well.
1: Yeah, I was a (laughs) trick. So yeah, the parent cues are super awesome, great way to engage with what your kids are learning with, and just take what you're learning, and you know, you as the parent are the one who is supposed to bring the gospel home to your children. You're going to do it far better than any curriculum, even the best elementary school, preschool teacher in the world. You as a parent are the one that's going to make the most impact. So yes, sorry to just build on that. I mean, I just kept on going. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's just super exciting. I mean, it's important, you know. Um, So... Um, we and I'm sure you've known that our nation is so divided right now, and um, we just want to pray for unity and encourage you to be praying as a family, um, as individuals for our country and for unity within our nation. But in light of all this, we know that God is still good. Um, he is still working in uh, in the lives of people in our country um, and in individuals' lives. So. Um, what is one blessing that you had this week? What is something that happened that was good? So putting aside all the things that weren't good, what is one thing that was good this week for you? Did you have anything good happen this week that you can think of putting you on the spot here? On the spot.
2: Yes, we had a kind of life-changing event and my, the support from my kids and my siblings has been awesome,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so, the outpouring of love. Okay, that's good, the only yes. support is good.
1: And yeah, something good for my week was just laughing with the kids at the table but this morning was really funny. We were humming, playing the game with humming, and it was just really fun. It's just fun to look back and be like, hey, we're just sitting here laughing, and there's no cares in the world. We can just laugh, so laughter is the good thing from the week.
2: <laughs> Always.
1: Yes, yeah. So what's your thing? What was one thing that was good for you this week? We want to know. We want to celebrate with you whether it was something really big or whether it was something small like laughter. Um, although there were many other good things that happened in my week, not just that, but... Oh, I got a washer. My washers. Yes. That was good. So that exciting. was exciting. Thank you for that reminder. That was good. That was so exciting. I have not had a washer since we moved into our house. So our washer, we were going to Amy's house and she's so great to us. She let us wash our clothes there, but I'm happy to have a washer in my house now. So I've been wash a washing marathon And another reason to get to the corner and spend the day with me. (laughs) I mean, I can bring other things, children, that's fine. So, so yes, the washing machine, that was a great, good thing. That was really good. Okay. I'm too excited now. That was good. Okay. Anyway, um, so let us know, but we are going to go into a time of worship now. Uh, I'm just going to take a few minutes to pray into our service as we, uh, you know, just step into that different part of the service this morning. So, Jesus, we just thank you um, so much for who you are. I thank you that you are good, that you never change, that even though our circumstances, our country, um, our life situation, whatever it is, God, those things are constantly changing. But you are the same um, yesterday, today, and forever. So, thank you for um, just your consistency. I thank you that your love for us never fails, God. Um, I just pray for unity for our country right now, um, for um, individuals, for government leaders, God. We just pray for unity within our country. Heal our land, God. We pray that as we go into this time of worship, that you just prepare our hearts um, for what you have to speak to us today uh, through the the songs and through um, the message this morning, God, um, I thank you that you still speak to us today and that you want to talk to us. Um, so we just thank you so much. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Worthy of every
3: I'm curious, how many, how many people on the stream today would say you're afraid of the dark? Go ahead and just, just stick it right in the comments, let us know, no judgment from us, if you're afraid of the dark. Did you know it's actually, there's a name for like being overly afraid of night and the dark? And I'm gonna butcher it, but it's something along the lines of Nyctophobia. And that's, that's mostly fear of night, but even fear of dark is part of that also. And I'm not typically somebody who's afraid of the dark, but there have been a few times in my life that, as the dark set in, so did fear. And a, a few years ago, I was doing some maintenance work in the attic above uh, the church I was at, and I, I dropped my cell phone that I was using as a flashlight. And unfortunately, nobody knew I was up there. And as the darkness closed in, so did the fear. And my phone fell blown in the blown-in insulation, and that moment I knew, like, uh, if I don't get some light, I can't find my way back out. And I was frozen. But then my pupils start dilating, right? And soon, I was able to see without the flashlight. See, there was these little glimmers of light coming in all over the place, through the soffits and through the access to the attic. And it didn't take long. I I was able to find my phone and have my flashlight back and get out totally fine. Because, you know, it doesn't take much light to overcome darkness. Today, we're continuing our series out of 1 John where we're calling it light in a dark world. And last week, we talked about how Jesus is from the beginning. That he is fully God, he's fully man, and he can relate to anything we have going on in our life And loves us through it and has the ability to forgive us for it. Today we're going to continue looking at 1 John chapter 1. And we're going to just zoom in on verse 5 through 7. As we continue this discussion of light in a dark world. And verse 5 says, this is the message that we've heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet we walk in darkness, we lie to ourselves. We don't live by the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us of all sin. Just like last week, John is just pushing this idea that this is the message. We've heard it. We declare it. But today he's going to introduce this new idea, the idea that God is light. And then he says in him, there's no darkness at all. And this is a statement about the character of God. God is perfection. He is complete and total light. There is not a hint of evil in him. When it comes to God, his motives, his plans, his actions, all of them are completely pure. So God is light. He has no darkness. But then John... Continues, and he says, if you claim to have fellowship with God, but you're walking in the darkness, then you're not living by the truth. And this statement may trip us up and make it, it may sound like he's saying that if there's still sin areas in your life, you're not saved. And that can't be what he's saying. Because actually next week's passage, he's going to say that if you claim to be without sin, you're lying to yourself. So there's still going to be times that we trip up and mess up and fall into different sins. So we have to ask, well, what? what does it mean to walk in darkness? Paul writes writes about darkness also. And he, he writes the Ephesians and he says, For you were once in darkness, but now you're the light of the world. Live as children of light. In other words, there's the, the point that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior. You no longer were in darkness. Before that, before that point, You were in complete and total darkness all around you and in you. But when you accepted Jesus as your savior, God's light shined on you and now you can reflect it to others. just a few verses later, Paul wrote to the Ephesians and he said, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but expose that. So acts of darkness, walking in darkness, Paul says deeds of darkness, either way, what we're talking about is knowingly living in habitual sin. One of my favorite things about uh, being a pastor is those times that I get to work with uh, new believers, people who have just accepted Jesus as their personal Savior, and help them figure out how do they walk out their faith. And often, young Christians do things that make the mature Christians cringe. And like people who have been following Christ for a long time are like, don't they know they're sinning? But But they don't. A lot of new Christians, they don't know. And they're, they're not necessarily walking in, walking in darkness or engaging in deeds of darkness. They just need lovingly discipled. But there are other times that we as Christians, knowingly, blatantly, rebelliously. We choose temporary pleasure rather than honoring Christ. And I'm not necessarily talking about like somebody is trying to give up smoking for New Year's and they slip and they have a cigarette. I'm, I'm talking about over the course of time, they decide that their sin doesn't need to be dealt with and they can keep walking in it without affecting their Christian faith. Here's the first principle I want you to walk away with today. God exposes things. God exposes Things. If God is light and his light is shining on us as believers, and there's a dark recess inside of our light, his inside of our life, God's light is gonna shine on it and expose it at some point. Sometimes that happens publicly, but usually it happens in our own heart. We just start realizing God is shining his light on that area, and we need to choose. Are we gonna walk in darkness or are we going to expose it to light? We already said God is light, he's perfect. Prefer- He's perfection. He's perfect. He doesn't shine his light on those dark areas to humiliate us. He's not trying to crush us. He's not trying to force us into obedience. He shines his light in the darkness out of love for us to help us grow. God created this world. He sustains the world. And he knows the best way for us to successfully live in it. But let's be honest. One day, we're all going to be judged. By God for our actions. The writer Hebrews says that nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything will be uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. So we choose walk in darkness or walk in light. If we walk in darkness, John warns the results of that. It's broken fellowship with God. Last week, we talked about fellowship is much more than just hanging out and eating. It's it's close relationship. If we're choosing over the course of time to let those dark areas of our life continue to grow and be fed, it breaks down the closeness between us and God. Here's what what often happens. We say, you know what? That area, I, I don't want to give up. And then God starts feeling a little more distant. And often we start drifting in other areas. Well, God feels distant. I'm not getting anything out of my Bible reading. I've been praying, but I don't feel like he's listening. Maybe we decide, you know what? It's not that important for me to stay involved in a church or keep, keep with my life group or my small group. The more we pull back, the more distant God feels. And the slow fade just continues to drift us away and the fellowship continues to be broken. But John also tells us the results of walking in light. He tells us the results of that is fellowship with the church, fellowship with God, and having the blood of Jesus purify us of all unrighteousness. That's, that's principle number two today. God cleans up the mess. It says that, The blood of Jesus will purify us from all of our sins. And that's not just talking about what instantaneously happens at the point of our salvation. It's talking about consistently through your life. If you choose to let God's light shine in different areas of your life, if you listen to Paul's advice to the Ephesians and you expose them, Jesus is going to do the work to purify you. I call this week's message UV kills it. And that's, that's because that's exactly what happens. When we let God's light shine on different areas of our life, the light is gonna kill the darkness. So how do we live as children of light? How do we let God continue to clean up our mess? First thing I wanna encourage you to do is recognize your identity. Recognize your identity. Know who you are. You are a child of God. And if God is perfect and you're his child, he is working in you to make you perfect like he is. And you might not be there yet. Actually, we will not get there on this side of eternity. But scripture says that he has rescued you from the dominion of darkness and brought you into the kingdom of His of the son he loves. God has rescued you in the past. So no matter what is coming at you now, no matter what is tripping you up now, he can and will rescue you again. And when you accepted Jesus as your savior, you probably prayed with somebody then to choose Jesus, right? But that's not what scripture says. Scripture says that God chose you. You are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God that you can declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. So even if God's exposing dark areas in your heart, It's just so that He can shine even more of His light on you. Step into the light. Step into His love. Step into your identity in Him. Step into the sonship and the adoption He has for you. Recognize God loves you so much. And when He's doing that work in you, it's so that you can be even more like Him. So we have the positive. But we also want to recognize what are the results of darkness? And there... There are times, there's things in our life we go, I don't want to deal with that yet. For me, a lot of times, you know what creeps in for me? It's pride. And I'll be prideful about my pride. I'm not prideful. And like, I'll make excuses and argue. And when that creeps in, what happens is I need to remember what the results are of letting that darkness grow. And we're told that the results of living in darkness is fruitlessness. Fruitlessness. We've looked at it already, but But Ephesians 5.11 have nothing to do with what? The fruitless deeds of darkness. The things I do when I'm letting pride rule have nothing of lasting value. When we step into areas of of darkness and we're living in them rather than walking in the light of Christ, we're stepping away from a fruitful life. And that's the last thing we want for you. So if you have goals, if you have plans, if you have dreams, But right now you're choosing to walk in dark areas instead. Remember, the results are fruitlessness. So put your eyes back on the prize and realize that what you're in right now is holding you back and it's time to lay it down. Third thing, remember light's power over darkness. Have you ever been in a dark room and flicked a lighter? What happens? The darkness flees. Talking about Jesus at the beginning of John's gospel, it says the light shined in the darkness. and The darkness has not overcome it. When we choose to walk in darkness, we're not not just stepping into a fruitless life. We're actually stepping away from the source of power in life also. Because it just takes a little bit of light to expose everything. And this year, it's been heartbreaking to see so many prominent Christians fall. And you know, they chose darkness, and they thought maybe it was just a little area at first, and it grew, and it grew, and they tried hiding it, and they thought they could conceal it. But when that light exposed it, everything unraveled. What would have been better is for them to expose it to a trusted friend in private, take the steps of healing and growth, rather than keeping working to conceal it until it's exposed to everyone. But not not you. That's not going to happen to you, because you know what you're going to do? If you have those areas in your life, you're going to do number four. You're going to recruit help. You're going to say, this area of my life is darkness. I'm not going to live it anymore. I'm going to let the light overcome the darkness. And you're going to go and you're going to find someone to tell about what you're struggling with. Preferably, you're going to find somebody who's strong in their faith. You're going to say, this is where I'm struggling. I need you to help me grow. We saw Paul. He said to the Ephesians, right, expose those areas of darkness to the light. And the great thing is when you're choosing to let the light shine in on that area, you choose the person, you choose the place, and you choose the time. Because it's not about humiliating you, it's about healing you. But there there is something healing about admitting those areas we're struggling with to someone. And saying, you know, I need you to help me grow past this. We desperately want you to have a growing relationship with God. We want you to have a great relationship with other believers, and we want to help you walk in the light of Christ. Now, if you've listened to today's message and you've heard me mention multiple times about accepting Jesus as your Savior or the point of your salvation, if you have never had a point in your life that you've accepted Jesus, I want you to know that God loves you. He loves you and He wants a relationship with you. And that's why Jesus came to the earth and He died on the cross. It was the the way to destroy sin and destroy death and give you the opportunity for a clean slate with God. And all you need to do is say yes. All you have to do is say yes to Jesus. If you're ready to do that, you can do that in the silence of your heart right now, but we would also love to talk with you. I Please, if you've never accepted Jesus as your Savior, Uh, And you're ready to now, or maybe you just did, or you have more questions. I'd love for you to just text Jesus to 610-590-8550. And we will be in touch to help you move forward in your new walk in him. Let me pray for everyone today. Lord, we just come before you and we know you are good. And I thank you for that. And man, we see the darkness in the world right now. We see the division in the world right now. But we are calling out to you to do a work in our hearts and in our lives. We pray for your light to shine on us because we can't change all the outside stuff going on, God. But we know that you can change what's going on in us. We pray that you do that today. Pray you give anyone who you're speaking to about, like, you're shining the light in their heart right now on an area that you're ready to do a work and you're speaking to them. Give them the courage to tell someone. Give them the courage to ask for help. We pray if there's anyone right now listening who has not put their faith in you and your Holy Spirit's tugging on that, give them the courage to just send that simple text to let us know and have the conversation with them. We thank you for all that you're doing, that you are good. We pray your light continues to shine on us and shines on America. In Jesus' name.
1: in a relationship with Jesus, we encourage you to text the word Jesus to the phone number 610-590-8550. We'd love to talk with you, to pray with you, to give you more information. You know, maybe you're just not sure if uh, you're ready to take that next step with a relationship with Jesus. So just let us know, text that, that word to us and we'd love to talk to you more about what that looks like, uh, how to move forward in your relationship with Jesus of any of those questions that you have. Text that number.
2: Yes, and if you're looking to join the team, if you're interested in information on becoming a member of CityWell and helping us grow this church, we would love to have you on board. So again, text that same number and text the word TEAM. To 610-590-8550. Yeah, look at
1: you. So, That's good. good. You've heard it enough. I <laughs> have. You <laughs> guys memorized. So, well, yeah, thanks again for joining us this morning. We are happy that you joined us. Have a great week.